Hello, welcome to the One Life Podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but just ultimately things we think can relate to you and your one and only life. My name is Sarah Inman. I'm one of your co-hosts, and I'm joined, as always, by our lead pastor and co-host of the podcast, Brett Nicholson. That's right. And I am leaning harder towards making that my only title that I have just, on my door, just co-host of the One Life Podcast. That's it. Yeah. And yeah, actually, so. today we're going to be talking about um, the Global Leadership Summit. And I say that because on my name tag, I wrote what organization I was with. I put One Life Podcast. Oh, that was good. Yeah. I, I should have done that. People ask I, about it and you're like, oh, I can tell you about the podcast. Right. Wherever I, I go, host. that's what's going to be. Yep, <laughs> you should do that. It was a good time. And um, today we are joined by Bob Seymour. And Bob is a lot of things. He's got a lot of things going on in his life. But he is um, a CFO and elder here at One Life Church. And also you're involved with the Global Leadership Summit, which we'll say GLS probably the rest of the time today. Um, and I want you to explain what the GLS is. But ultimately, first, tell us what your well, tell us what the GLS is and then how you're kind of connected to it. Yeah, we uh, the Global Leadership Summit has been around over 25 years now. And uh, we got involved, actually, when uh, we were Brett and I are both part of Bethel. And and I remember we were members of the Willow Creek Association. And they started uh, taking this leadership event in Chicago and satelliting it. And uh, uh, it was kind of a slam dunk when we heard they were going to do it. We immediately signed up about, gosh, that's been 15 years ago. And uh, and it has been in the tri-state. It was Bethel and Crossroads have all been host. And then One Life, two locations of One Life. And then about four years ago, uh, friend Todd Bassi at Crossroads, uh, we got to talking about what would it look like to do this leadership thing it, because um, the Leadership Summit has this mix of ministry and business and just great leadership principles. What would it look like to move it downtown? And the biggest issue was funding that. And uh, the first year, uh, St. Mary, St. Vincent's, uh, St. Mary's at the time, helped us fund the first year. And ever since, Wellburn has been a primary funder. And uh, frankly, what's been exciting about that is uh, not only have we grown the GLS here in Evansville, but it has a very high mix of business leaders. Mm -hmm. um, and, and part of that is because it's kind of hard for a business to send their staff to a church for a training or for a leadership conference. But uh, the neutrality of the location gave us just kind of a leg up into the different sectors of the community. It's not one church. It's not one business or one anything. It's just a great opportunity. We have 140 organizations that participate in the tri-state and the GLS. So it truly is a multi-sector gathering around leaders getting better through some just world-class content. And it's something that I know you've been um, really connected with and helping make that happen in the tri-state. I know other people as well, but I know you're kind of the driving force. What What's your um, kind of connection with the GLS right now? Yeah. So uh, what's interesting is as we have built um, for lack of better term, we kind of call it a city movement model. And, uh, it's, it's, I really see God's hand in all of it because, uh, Ross Chapman is in town kind of driving city movements. Welburn has been a part of those kinds of things and, and various uh, nonprofit organizations. So as we figured out how to connect GLS in Evansville to kind of a larger city idea, that's been a story that I've been invited to tell, frankly, all over the world. And last year I gave 
gave about 10% of my time to coaching other sites. This year, half of my time, I'm actually half One Life, half uh, part of the, the Global Leadership Network staff, and uh, I'm one of six U.S. field directors, and my primary role is coaching cities on city movements. And what's funny about that is all I'm really doing is telling the Evansville story. Mm. I'm talking about what's going on in Evansville, Indiana, as, as the GLS is gathering sectors, as Ross and others are participating, we're adding value to what's happening. And uh, it's really fun to go around and tell the story. I've told it, I've literally told it in Europe and Middle East and several places. They've invited me to share the story of what happens in Evansville. And they've all heard the name Evansville, which is exciting all by cool. itself. That actually happens all over the world. And that's as soon as I say good. Brett and Sarah, they immediately recognize. Yeah, yeah, so, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of, of the One Life podcast. I was thinking about this, Bob. Last time you were on the podcast, you've been on before. He told me it was actually actually just just Brett, uh, Bob and I that day. Brett, I think you were. Oh, I think maybe you were sick that, that week. Yeah. And um, you had said that was the first podcast you've ever been on. But since then, you've been on some other things. So pretty much. I feel like I launched your career. So yeah, you're I appreciate welcome. that. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, you can have a cut. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> what I get paid for podcasts. Just take me to Europe right. or New York. Yeah, I'll be okay. fine with that. All his vast yeah, yeah. income that's streaming yeah. in his way. That's it's good. Yeah, but I remember Bob always said that uh, that in, and even all the way back in the the Bethel days when it first started was uh, it was hard to make it an event to try to get people to attend, uh, but it was leveraging once he realized that it was leveraging a resource that people could return to and build some momentum around. This is this is where we all gather, and it's uh, th- that's just made it completely change. Uh, the whole value of it has been astonishing as far as all that goes, and it's such a thrill to sit in a room with all these different organizations in the community and you know they're all hearing the same materials and getting impact by the same things. I think it's one of the reasons we've watched our community uh, uh, develop and get better over the last several years. Yeah. I, I've been, I think, four years now and this is my fourth one just this past week and um, I think each time I go I obviously always get something different but um, this one was definitely my favorite the, of all the four that I've been to and I think there's a lot of different reasons for that but um, the other thing that I think I really just enjoy you just mentioned it and you mentioned it as well Bob is I just connect with a lot of people that I don't always get to see and they're in a room where we're all hearing the same information and we can talk about something that we then have in common because we just heard a conversation because sometimes you might see them out somewhere and you're like what do we talk about hey how's your family but now you can actually talk about your business and, and principles and things that are going on that you're learning and that's it's been really fun to be able to make connections um, through the GLS. And and there's a couple of things that I always lean into. One of them is I maintain on Monday morning there are conversations all over this city that wouldn't have happened except for, and we've had them today, you've had them today, we've all had them today, yep. around what you learned, what what did you take away? And so, you know, after we get done rating the speakers and <laughs> our opinions on things, then it's very interesting to hear kind of the takeaways. And honestly, if all over town in every sector in this community there's a takeaway, it's just interesting. What does that do to add value? The other sure. thing is, uh, you know, there's two pieces. There's We always say there's fresh, actionable leadership content. You'll always Always get something you can do something with on Monday morning, and and I think that's strategic. Secondly, we talk about grander visions, and uh, I they we did that that entire uh, thing on the prison and the factory in the prison. I got to be there. I got to visit that factory in the prison, and what a great story about prisoners earning wages, learning how to work. Literally, men on and men on life sentences that ultimately were paying for their kids' college education back home because they were able to work 
work mm. while they're serving a life sentence. Just fascinating visions, just out of the box. And what does that look? What are some of those things look like in our city? It's just exciting to me. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting to hear. In uh, Craig Rochelle, who's now the kind of the lead personality of the whole thing, talked about you know where he was sitting and he was listening and and it impacted him just all those years ago and changed his life. And uh, and there's a number of stories like that. What and and I always wonder what's going to happen in Evansville in the tri-state as people are sitting and listening and, and hearing that same kind of content. Because I know I've been impacted in major ways and wouldn't have done certain things if it hadn't been for the Leadership Summit. Yeah, I know as a staff, we um, always meet the our next staff meeting after the GLS and we kind of debrief in a sense, but also we usually come up with one or two things that we implement in, in, our, um, in our culture. And it's always, I don't know, it's just something that's always I think about. Like, I remember the year that we did um, the Wildly Important Goal and we literally created, we called it a wig because that's what they called it, a yeah. wig meeting every Tuesday morning um, for, I think, over a year. And it was just one of yeah. those things that was like, this is something that we implemented in uh, in our culture, and it made an impact. Uh, and you wonder what the, the, the exponential impact would happen if all the different organizations that were there did it just on once. We were only able to take one thing and mm -hmm. implement it. But I always wonder, like, if like, I think of Crucial Conversations. Uh, there was a big um, session a few years ago just learning how to do that, how important it was. And you think... What if half the organizations in this room learn how to do that well? How would that change the entire community? Because those things are so important and have such a uh, an impact on things. Brett, I have a question for you. You do. I didn't okay. prep you for this. Oh no, you so didn't. I was just cause... thinking about this though. But this is something I feel like that comes up um, as we have talked about that the, the GLS has been in the tri-state for 15 years. Um, as we, I think I hear people every once in a while saying, "Oh, I've gone to that before. I'm not going to go this year." Um, have you ever felt that way? And if you haven't, why not? Um, and if you have, like, what would you tell someone who's kind of going through like processing and like, maybe I, I went this year, I'm not sure if I'm going to go next year. Cause there's something about when we do things a lot, we're like, oh, I don't want to do that again, which I don't right. understand cause it's always different, but yeah, the yeah. most logical answer is uh, they're never the same. Yeah. By definition, they can't be. The faculty is always different. The subject matter is always different. Uh, to me, it's, and I was just thinking coming out of this one, I wish there was one every six months because sometimes a year doesn't feel like enough because you get a mix of inspiration, but there's enough practical things there that you really can reassess things. It gives you a chance to step back. I just can't imagine people not wanting to be able to step back and listen to really, really good, deep input because otherwise you're stuck in your own head. You can read books and everything, but this is just reframes you altogether. Why wouldn't you want that at least on an annual level? Not to mention probably, like I said, I thought it'd be nice to do it every six months if yeah. I could, maybe not a full two days, but I would just challenge somebody. But number one, they're never, ever the same uh, two times in a row. And, and second of all, why wouldn't you want that as a regular part of how you function? Because it just kind of reorients your paradigms and everything else, which it did that for me. I wouldn't have traded uh, the impact. Now, every now and then you get tired and you looking forward to it, you think, eh, do I really want to do that? But I've, it's never failed when I sit in the room and just go ahead and let myself be there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like worth everything. Yeah. And I think another thing that's unique and Bob, you can talk about this a little bit too, um, is that we talked about being in the tri-state that we had, um, our, uh, our location here in Evansville and then also a location in Henderson, which is really awesome for one life because we do have campuses in both locations and being able to grab people, um, from our church, but also people from, um, just the business sectors and, um, nonprofit sectors in those locations, which is really cool to, to 
Do you see that happening a lot of places, other places around? Yeah, the country? you see some of that. I, I just back to to Brett's comment on on and your thought about experiencing it every year. One of the most unique pieces is most uh, top thinkers, authors that I know about. I'm reading and and listening, but. GLS always brings a new group of people to the table that most of the ones we would name, I always say, you know, you have names that you go to see, mm -hmm. but usually it's not the names that inspire you, challenge yeah, you, and give exactly you right. some yeah. key points. So, so the point is, I, I always say a couple of things. You got to stay for the whole thing when you come. Don't, don't dip in and out because you're going to miss somebody that really knocks it out of the park for what God wants to do for you. Um, and, and secondly, you can't, you know, just the global leadership summit for me and for us has been good every year. And there's something every year, just lock into the value. And it really comes down to this idea. It's not just an event to attend. It's a resource to be leveraged. And if it's an event to attend, I compare it to a concert or something I've seen before, you know, been a couple of times to see this group. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll go the third time. It's it's not it's not that it is a resource every year that's unique that has speakers you've never heard they they go through about 250 speakers to vet to get down to the 10 or 12 or 13 or however many there are in total uh, so they work very hard at thought leaders on leadership um, what was your other question I was just talking about the the idea of it being in two locations like, yeah, but in yeah. the tri-state area yeah so. and and you know honestly um, yeah I mean we have that in a lot of cities. Uh, the interesting thing is um, a city movement requires a city. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, this the movement of a Henderson, the movement, uh, uh, one of the things I learned when we planted a site in Henderson, it's a different city. There, I have a lot of friends and a lot of relationships and a lot of people over there that are just great friends in my life and, and people in my life. But frankly, it is Evansville and Henderson's two different worlds. Right. And uh, um, so that's really why we've we've really wanted to do it there and tie to the things that we want to see the needle move in Henderson um, and Evansville. Um, you know, it's just been again, it's just been exciting to see the movement, the people, the um, what what I what I always say in a city movement discussion is is that what we're trying to do with GLS is is move things that are moving in your city. So when you look at GLS in Evansville, you ask yourself the question, what is happening? What wants to happen? Where do we want to go? Uh, you'll notice that this year at the GLS, we passed out some data on Evansville. We passed out some key issues. Part of that is what we're revving the engines of leaders to be better leaders and have grander visions. What can we push in our city with that? What can we move forward? Uh, we want to be the E is for everyone and everyone has influence. You saw where we tried to make sure those right. tied together. So, so yeah, uh, Henderson is its own city. And I believe God's doing some things in Henderson. I absolutely have seen God move in Henderson. And one of the questions is how can GLS add value to that and move and push and make even better at all the sectors to create a city movement. Yeah. And I think that's something I want to highlight too, is that, um, we know that Bob and, and some other people obviously in Evansville are making it happen in Evansville, but there's also one lifers who are making it happen in Henderson. It is become car 
part of the One Life culture. I mean, we talk about it every year and Ryan and Kat and Josh um, and Michelle and Shelly, I know all were a part of training this year and making sure that that hap- event happened in Henderson and happened very well as well, which is really cool when you think about it, that there's a lot of One Lifers making this event happen for the community. Yeah, and, and it's a law of creativity too, just kind of back to the whole thing of why would, why would you do it every year? It, that you will get stale unless you have outside input. And what always strikes me about the, uh, like what Bob said about the GLS, when you go, okay, you'll go for the name. Bear Girls was probably the name this year. But, and, and I loved this session personally, but most of the people I'd never heard of and the subject matter I didn't even see coming. Like yeah. there was a, one of the favorite sessions of people that I talked to was the one on generations. First, the guy was absolutely hysterical. He was yeah, great was. in his delivery. He was funny. But he talked about generations in a way I had never heard in my life. And it brought that whole thing, it surfaced it uh, in, in a way that I wouldn't have done on my own if, if, unless I grabbed a book somewhere. But even then, I wouldn't have done it. But it had me thinking about that. And so you can't trade that. You can't just, you're getting hit from all these different areas. Mm-hmm. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause your mind to go in different, uh, different directions than you would do yourself. And, and that's going to help the community get better. He made way, data so. really interesting. Yeah, he really did. I mean, no one's. Who's one's, the boomer? Yeah. I have a watch, a watch on. on. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, no, None I of you guys have watches on. It's real easy. On. No, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's so good. Yeah. Um, one thing I was sitting here thinking, as you said, your your quote earlier, that the GLS is not um, an event to attend, but a resource to be leveraged. I think everyone needs to know that they say that from Chicago all the time, the training, and then they say, our friend Bob Seymour. So Bob coined a phrase that's going on all around the country and the world. Um, it's pretty funny. Bob is, Bob is a celebrity I own all there. the royalties on that. You do? You? Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. more, more of that stuff oh, flowing yeah. in. That's yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, any, any, as we kind of um, just close up here in the next 10 minutes or so, anything that's kind of, that stuck out to you this year that you just, I don't really, you mentioned the generational uh, Jason Dorsey was his name, um, talking about generations and uh, anything yeah, else. Yeah, just uh, because first of all, that's what organizations are dealing with. Uh, you know, there's all the talk about millennials versus boomers and, and these things. And, and he said that his goal and the goal of his organization was uh, they wanted to go around the world to dispel myths that people have just have in their head about those dynamics and, uh, and broke down a lot of those myths and show how it worked and, and got everybody to laugh at themselves and laugh at the other generations. So that was, uh, that was very striking and very helpful. Uh, Craig Rochelle opened up with, a, a session where he talked about a principle that uh, I've been in several conversations ever since then on just one little idea that we're, we're it probably will be our one life idea that we'll ponder for the next six months or so. Just uh, uh, it was called bending the curve, and I won't explain what that is right now. But it was one of those things that truly could be really breakthrough in in our area and, uh, and in our church, and I think others as well. So I'm so excited. Yeah, you, know, you should be. Staff that's right. No, that's be so a, much fun. And we planned our staff retreat closer to the GLS this time. Uh, we're going to rewatch that session and oh, nice. talk about it through that. Yeah. Cool. Bob, what about you? Anybody else? I, that- you know, I, I like a lot of things, but uh, I was intrigued by, and I don't know if I'm saying this right. Is it Krish Kendaya? Is that the, the gentleman that is the foster care? Uh, he's the international yes. comp- entity mm-hmm. that does foster care. He said, I loved hearing him talk about the vision for kids. I mean, I, that's just, as we do kids zones and things like that, that's just a passion. But when he said, I'll never forget this quote, when he said, I'm not a pound the table leader, I'm a set the table leader. Mm. I love that. 
premise that that we sometimes think the louder we yell and yep. the more forceful we are and and when you think about that in your home you think about that in relationships you think about that everywhere that idea that I'm just a community builder and uh, anyway I I truly loved uh, in hearing him about as he talked about a little kid knocking at the door all those things he talked about by the way can I just remind that uh, um, first of all our Trooper Trey McLean details yeah. notes from GLS and and whether you win or not, you can almost extract it from his notes. Right. And uh, secondly, um, and between now and uh, the fifteenth, which is Thursday, the fifteenth of August, um, you can go to tristateleaders.com and you can register for next year for ninety nine dollars. And you will get, uh, along with that, you'll get access to GLNX Premium and GLS Next Premium, which is an app that will give you all of the talks from this year. And they're already up and out there. And uh, so go to tristateleaders.com, register for next year, get all the talks, get Trey's notes are on Tristate Leaders. But uh, we've had a lot of people. I love it. I mean, I can always tell how good a GLS is by pre-registration. And we've had 60 or so people today that have wow. registered. So uh, great moving into next year. And it's uh, just got a lot of positive feedback. And it's really very exciting. Uh, uh, it was interesting. I Part of my role, as we've done it in the Middle East, is Saturday I spent with internationals. And uh, to hear what God is doing, I, I got to interview... Uh, uh, a person from Cuba, a person from Colombia, and a person from Lithuania. And we talked about what God's doing in their cities through the GLS. And I just thought, this is exactly what he's doing in Evansville. And just to watch that, I mean, they were talking about they had drug cartels and all kinds of things, but God is moving as we as we just develop more leaders, as we, as we give a grander vision and fresh actionable leadership content. There's just a lot of people wanting to, wanting to make a difference in their city. And can I end my piece with this idea? So I kind of, I, I often frame it as the Uber app. So Uber is about, and, and this is Eric Swanson got me into this idea as platforms, but Uber is this app that takes a, a guy or a girl with a car and, and wanting to give rides right. and connects it with people that want rides. And GLS is a little bit of that from the standpoint of it is connecting leaders who want to make a difference with what wants to happen in the city and just inspiring training, giving insight. And, and GLS is not a destination. It's just this catalytic thing that uh, we've seen work and we, we hope to just continue to grow that around the world. It's awesome. I was going to plug it in. You already got that. You got that's, the plug in there. there. You go. I don't even know what to do now. I had all these That's right. And there's more royalties, uh, uh, you know, available <laughs> yeah. to him if you exactly. go to the exactly. tristateleaders.com. Yeah, exactly. Just, this know, is it's, all it's heavenly rewards. <laughs> this is all <laughs> heavenly rewards. I've and, stocked up. Yeah. And obviously, if you don't know anything about the Global Leadership Summit, we hope you've learned a little bit more just by this conversation. And you can always find more. Um, you can search for a Global Leadership Summit online. You can go to tristateleaders.com. Um, lots of great stuff on there. Um I think my favorite this year was um, Todd Henry, and he wrote a book called Herding Tigers, um, which is awesome because the tagline is, um, be the leader uh, cr that creative people need. And I, I lead our creative team. And so it's like, it was very exciting to, to hear some of these things. And then he would like, if you're this person, stop doing that. I'm like, oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. And, but it was just really <laughs> good to kind of hear those things called out. But he had a, um, a graph that I thought was really interesting of... Um, challenge versus stability and like you can have high challenge and low stability or low challenge low stability and you're either um 
basically stuck, angry, lost, or thriving. And so that was really good. It's good to see those visuals. I'm a visual person, so I have Absolutely. a lot of notes from And, that. you know, you'd, I'd never heard it put quite that way before. Yeah. And it could solve problems for you. And, and you could look on the graph that he gave and, and see exactly, okay, my life has run that way before. I can mm-hmm. plot I can plot things on that. And so that's what's so cool about it. I mean, you these are the things that we deal with every day, not just at One Life, but in all kinds of businesses and school environments. And uh, it's it's extremely practical in that way, but at the same time inspiring. So And it's cool because there are things that like – Talks like we could have six people sitting at a table and everyone might have a favorite different talk yeah, uh, because it relates to them in that moment and that you just don't get that a whole lot of places. I mean, I can go online and find a talk, one talk for what I'm looking for, but having the group of people in the room together is something that's really different. So yeah, my, uh, I always say now my favorite point was not made in one of my favorite talks, which is kind of a strange thing. Oh. Uh, as far as my takeaway, the talk itself was fine, but it yeah. wasn't one of my favorite talks. That was probably uh, the one on generations. But um, but my my point takeaway was taken from another talk that was. What's your point takeaway? Well, I, you'll just have to wait for the next oh, podcast man. episode. Yeah, <laughs> I the, can't wait. I need or to that, know. Or the or meetings that I sure it is. That'll be a service. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah you got to hold these things back. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and I we uh, I think it's another opportunity for us to talk about um, the series that we're going to be doing in the fall called Centered and. Um, talking about worldviews, but also I think generations. And, um, we even said, wow, this guy has all this data. We want to use some of his information for the series. Yeah. We were going to do a whole new study on the up and coming generation. And I, he already did the study. <laughs> so I was excited. I was like, all we have to do is go to this guy's site and he's got all of it there. We're just going to end it there. It's great. Cause he's done on it all over the world, which is really exciting. That's really exciting. That's yeah. pretty cool. I, you know, one of the, uh, just one more point, the, um, I sat with, I'm, I'm just going to say the name, Mark Jones and his kids yeah. and his, his two college-age kids uh, or twins. I was at that table too, Bob. Oh, that's true. You're the other <laughs> yeah, side. That's yeah right. there was that's also true. Sarah that's was true. there too. Yeah. I was trying to remember who ate what candy. Mm. That was the Milky Way Midnight. Milky that's Ways, my go-to. Yeah. But I was sitting there with Mark and his, and it was interesting to, to watch as a family absorb it. And then Mark texted me that night. He was, he was registering, trying to get on the app because they were as a family and get the wife involved. Oh, wow. And they were going to watch some sessions together that, that night and on Saturday. And I just thought, wow, as as your informative years, just some of the things that we saw were just inspiring to even college-age students. So I, I just, leveraging as a family, as your kids mature, I wish some of these talks I'd have had when I was 25 mm. and and yeah. just think of how I could have gotten ahead in some leadership pieces uh, over the journey. Most of them I learned, you know, just by stumbling, but I just love the fact that, uh, and, and you'll notice this year we continue at the GLS, continue to have diversity in age and and all different diversity kinds of, uh, of speakers. There was a lot of different speakers from a lot of different directions, a lot of different uh, even yeah. countries mm-hmm. uh, on the agenda. So the the world-class faculty is uh, the idea is that we can just come at it from a lot of different directions. Yep. And it connects all ages. Um, we had Grace Higgins on the podcast just a few weeks back. And if you haven't listened to that one, I'm going to recommend you go back and listen to that. But she got to attend for the first year, uh, the Global Leadership Summit, and she had a, a great experience and really, um, I think she's excited to even take some of that and she goes into her first year of college. So definitely connects yep. to, to all ages. So Bob, thanks so much for hanging out with us. I always enjoy hanging out with Bob. Bob and I are friends. You told me I was your second favorite friend. Second best friend. Best friend. Yeah. Next, friend. next to Brett. Yeah, Brett's friend. my first. That's right. Yeah. At least on the podcast. That's true. At least yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> For the next few moments, yeah. I get to bask in that. As soon as we walk out this door, away. I right. moved to number it's one. Stopped. She's yeah. got a yeah, whole other set of best uh, friends. 
it's always fun to talk about the stuff. It's it's exciting, especially coming right out of it. So, um, Bob, thanks for all that you do to make this happen. Uh, I, I appreciate that. I know that a lot of people do, probably don't know all the things that happen. And the other thing that you're really good at is is empowering people to make it happen. So um, something I need to learn. So I'll be hanging out with you more. Okay. All right. <laughs> and Brett, what should we be thinking about? Anything coming up? Um well, just everything's kind of all roads are leading to the leading to the centered series, just because it's going to be a real focus on worldview. But between now and then, it'll be praying for we are going to talk about vision for the next generation and for our church over the next few years about what we're going to do about that and and some new things we want to take on and got a lot of new fuel from the GLS, just inspiring to uh, let's make this happen. There's a lot of cool things on the horizon, so we'll be talking about those things, and you'll want to be in the loop on where we're headed. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us today, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the One Life Podcast. If you heard anything that you want other people to know, we totally love it if you share that out on social media and let other people hear it as well. My name's Sarah, and I produced this episode, and our music was produced by Micah Robertson and Ben Brock. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you get an alert anytime there's a new episode. If you ever want to contact us at the podcast, you can email us at podcast at onelifechurch.org.